Hey guys, welcome to The Chew. This is Cameron Schilling. Just wanted to start off real quick by saying thank you guys for joining. I'm so excited to have you guys back. Uh, right now, I'm just driving around. That's usually where I get the best thinking in. Um, had to come down to Nashville to do some work. And wanted to start off by answering that question that I talked about yesterday. My friend who asks amazing questions. And because he actually... He wants to know what the truth is. He doesn't believe in God. Um, but there's a lot of things that Christians have done to push him away from that. He, he kind of grew up like a lot of people have where, yeah, we grew up in the church. We're made to believe something. Um, and, it, and it wasn't the correct belief system. It was a forceful religion rather than um, something that inspires a, that connection and relationship, an actual tangible presence of Jesus. So I wanted to talk about that, and it's hard. Christians don't like to talk about this stuff. We have cliche band-aid comments that kind of cover the wound um, when somebody gets hurt or they have a question, but it just festers underneath and never actually answers it. Uh, and, and it turns out that the gospel looks powerless, um, and it's only powerless because we don't know how to demonstrate it, so we come up with a reason as to why it doesn't work. Because maybe we tried it once and we didn't see instant results, uh, coming from the Western culture of, if I want a burger, I give you a dollar, you give me a burger right now. Uh, so the the question is, uh, there's, a, there's a murderer, there's a rapist, there's a child molester, and they do all those things, and they accept Jesus, and they go to heaven. But if I don't believe, but I do nothing wrong, I just don't believe in God, or I know that God's real, but I just don't want to follow him, I'm going to die and get the exact same hell as Hitler did doing all those bad things. How is that even fair? Now, you just got to come, you know, that's a hard question. You know, most people would be like, well, listen, it's heaven or hell. You had to make your choice. It's free will, everybody. Listen up. But they actually have never really made a choice themselves. They kind of just believed exactly what their parents told them because it was easy. But there's a time when you actually have to put the rubber to the road and go, why am I believing this? Is this gospel actually powerful or is it more of a pacifier and I'm mad if I have to try to defend it because how dare you just not believe it? You know, how dare you call me a liar? Because then you have to come to that, am I wrong question? You have to come to that wall and say, what am I believing? So I want to answer this without having any type of church backing or anything like that. I don't want there to be anybody mad about this because these are simply my thoughts on it, how I live. Like I said yesterday, we're not here to convert anybody. Okay. So when I answer this, I'm chewing through this as well as everybody else. Um, but I actually, I've tested it out and fleshed it out and, and have really come to what I believe right now. And it's not subject to change. It's just subject to expand on how deeply I, I love Jesus based on how many things that have been thrown at me and that I've discussed with him and we've talked about it and I have um, what the army says is a warm and fuzzy uh, about it because there's been proof. I, I, I also don't like things that are just blindly believed without you know proof. Now, you can have faith in Jesus having never seen a miracle, but if you see a miracle, that should only increase it, right? So... That's all I'm trying to do is show and, and give my testimony to things that should only increase your faith 
in something that others have just slapped a band-aid on. Okay, so the that question of how is that even fair um, just goes back to the understand the core foundation of do we believe God is good? And the core thing is that we attribute everything to God is responsible for it all. Now, when it comes to creation, life, abundance, health, joy, happy, any of those things, yes, of course, that's God. It says every good and perfect thing comes from the Father above. That's 100% accurate. Now, when it comes to the bad, what is the enemy attributed with if you were looking purely logically in the Bible? <laughs> Death, destruction, sickness, disease, everything like that attributed to the enemy. Now, I'm not saying a red suited man with horns and a pitchfork running around doing everything at once he's not omnipresent he has demons right so a third of the angels fell with him but here's a funny thing if you don't follow god you actually can make a choice to follow something even if you don't believe in it you can follow the one who makes all the bad and so you can make choices without the enemy even having to come knock on your door it's because you've been influenced by things around you and you say, I'm going to choose to do this without even knowing it. Now, we have to get on one side of the other type of thinking, okay? There's good and then there's bad. There's God, then there's the enemy. And he gave the choice because he wants you to freely love him. He doesn't want robots. He didn't create you to forcefully serve him. He doesn't need his ego stroked. But he wanted you to choose and that's why he gave you free will. In free will says to us, hey, we have the we have the privilege and choice to look on something and go, I'm going to slap a label on it and then choose to believe it. And so one of the labels that gets thrown on God is you're responsible for it all. You not only took my hand and put it on the stove, you're trying to teach me a lesson by it. And so I'm supposed to come to you with this wound and let you be my healer too. Now I don't know about you, but that makes me cringe. Like if, if my dad ever did that to me, he'd be locked up. That's psychopath. That's a psychopath. That's psychotic. And, and we have no problem going, oh, those people need to go straight to jail. Yet somehow people in the faith culture believe that's perfectly acceptable because this God we can't see has the power to do so. Well, even a human that has the power to do that should be locked up. So you can't have both salt water and fresh water from the same stream. There has to be the separation of the two. You can't believe in God and not the enemy because where do all bad things happen from? Adam and Eve were created perfect yet still disobeyed. Where did their sin nature come from? They didn't have a sin nature. They just chose the wrong thing and it brought sin into the world because of who they chose. So there's the foundation of, is God good? And like I said, if, if you being a dad or you having a great dad um, or even bad dad and saw what how it should not be can say I would never do that to my kids or if that ever happened to me I would throw them in jail if you being created can say that how much more good is God who created you to desire good things you're created in his image and the, the thing is that he he found no fault in you. He created you in his image. And we didn't choose to sin because we hated God. We stepped into it because of a choice Adam and Eve made to follow another thing. 
not they didn't just disobey they chose another master by giving up keys for this thing and so we are suffering the consequences of that and it has nothing to do with our choices and we're still suffering that and Jesus said over my dead body will I let any of my loved children go through this I will not let them go to where the devil is supposed to get his reward which is hell I won't let him take them with him so over my dead body will I allow them to suffer any punishment for something they didn't do or had didn't know what they did or know the you know the severity of it never I'm not doing it and I'm gonna give them a way out and through our choice we say I'm gonna step over your dead body and I'm gonna walk myself right to the fiery gates of hell and then we go, oh my God, God, why didn't you stop me? Because there's this child molester over here and you somehow saved him. But it has nothing to do with, I'm just going to sin until the very end. I'm going to choose, right? It's It all comes down to doing what we want to do or not. A lot of us just like to, to do what we want to do. And so we don't choose God because of that. You know, it's not that we didn't have the choice to choose heaven. It's that... We thought God wasn't good. And so we fought against him because we thought he was both hurting us and trying to bless us. And that's a that's a pretty dangerous road to be in when it comes to the belief. So, no, I don't believe that it sounds fair at all because it really doesn't. Like if I started working... Uh, for the, a guy and he said he'd pay me $30 an hour to work in the hot sun and I started at 8 o'clock worked all day and this random guy shows up at you know an hour before quitting time and says hey I'll work for you too and he goes hey I'll pay you $30 an hour and I'm mad because he got the same amount of money as I did per hour I'm like I worked way harder than him I was more valuable I need to get 40 an hour you know it, it doesn't sound fair at all but it's it's the same free gift the owner chose to give. So Jesus said, my blood knows no particular person. It's not a respecter of persons. It's not because you're white, black, male, female, child, or sinner, saved, you know, Jew or Gentile, any of that stuff. It's, I love all my children as if they are the only ones. And over my dead body will I let them go to hell. Because it was never meant for them. But it's still their choice. And that is so painful to think about. Especially if you have kids to think, hey, if I told them if you walk down this road, it'll take longer. But you won't have pain. And you'll actually get through it if pain does show up. Things like that. But if you go down, this, if you get in this car and take a, a back road. Because these people said that they would get you, you know, a, a quicker way there. And then you get in a car accident. It would be so painful for your kids to go, Dad, why did you hurt me? You know, I can't believe you hurt me like that. Because you didn't save me from the car accident. And it's not fair in that way either. Because you paved the whole way for them. You walked it for them. You stepped in there and you said, this is exactly what you need to do and I've done it for you and it's okay and so it's hard and it doesn't sound fair when you're in a position of why haven't you helped me yet if you're supposed to help me um, 
but he already has done everything he's possibly able to do and it's a free gift if you choose to not accept it that's your choice and his blood one drop could have been enough to pay everybody's sins because of how blameless and pure he was um but again, it comes down to the choice, and, and the choice is usually skewed by if we believe God is good or not. Uh, my dad it was such a good dad, and he still is. He, I, I hope to be like him one day, and I, I just love him so much because he was just the most amazing father. Um, but not everybody has that, and that, that sucks. That hurts my heart too, but I know that, hey, you can always break that cycle. You can always change the outcome of that Um by being different than your father and you're like hey I'm never going to be like him I'm going to be better well what's better to you it may be I'm going to let them go to college because I never got to but in some other country it may be you don't beat the crud out of them every day <laughs> you know you don't make them work as a slave until they're however old and then they just repeat the cycle good is different but good is still good improvement is still improvement and so if you can decide what's good it may be different than somebody else. How much more incredible is God who said, I would die for you while you're telling people you will never follow me. While you have this skewed belief about me, I only love you. I'll only do good for you. So that's where we got to get. We got to get to the place of, do I believe God is good or not? And if you want proof, read the Bible. Now, listen, don't stop at the Old Testament. All right. Because the Old Testament is basically... People going, I don't want a relationship with you. I want a rule book because I want to do this apart from you. And God's like, if you want a rule book, there's there's rules, there's rewards, and then there's consequences, just like any government. And he says, I won't be able to supersede those things because you asked for a rule book. And rule books obviously have consequences if you don't follow them. So if you're not blameless, you're dead. You know, if you sin that's death and and I can't stop that choice for you but if you accept my son the way I'd always always planned it for you to be blameless if you just come back and you know uh, come back to where you were supposed to be in the beginning you'll have it as if you've always had it because I've, I've given it to you before you're even born but we choose to get mad and say no just give me rules and a checklist and how does this not make logical sense and um it's just so much to think about. I can't imagine if I, every day if I stubbed my toe, if I reevaluated the entire world and how good God is because he didn't stop me from stubbing my toe. Where when somebody else trips, you'd be like, it's because you stepped over your foot. It was plain to see. But when it's us, it's the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> and we blame somebody for it. Uh, and we reevaluate how good God is. And so that's the, that's the whole main thing is it's not necessarily that hell is ever deserved because all his kids have the ability to come late in the game and truly accept that gift that was free it still is um, and it was never his intention to ever have any harm um, but it's also still our freedom to say i don't care if you died for me i'm gonna step over your body and i'm gonna live the way i want and that's unfortunate. And that's why, hey, it's not my job to convict or condemn people. Uh, it's my job to just look like Christ and to always be willing to give 
myself for them. Uh, and so hopefully that helps us be able to chew on something else, to be able to really dive in and go, you know what? Uh, I don't want to just cookie cut an answer. Do I know God is good or not? For my life, if something happens, do I think he's doing this to me to teach me a lesson? Or do I think that because he's good, he'll always bring good out of it? So hopefully that helps both sides uh, of Christians and, and non-Christians of stop sugarcoating it. It doesn't sound fair, but it's because we don't think the person who kind of set the table was fair when he made it. Does that make sense? So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that made a little bit of sense. Uh, and feel free to ask more questions if you want to dig deeper in this. I didn't want to put too much on the table um, and dive so in deep and throw all these scriptures out there. I, I want it to be a real honest conversations. So um, if you have any questions, please let me know. Feel free to message me. Um, I'm on Facebook under Cameron Schilling, you know, or Instagram, things like that. So just look me up or just comment on the podcast here. Tune in, write in to the email, uh, ask questions. So be open, be honest. I have no problem with you cussing me out saying I'm a fool and, and we can both dive deeper into that. So, um, I really appreciate you paying attention and just joining me on my thoughts. So anyways, I hope you guys have an excellent day. Thank you so much for joining in on the chew. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow.